what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. We've all read those lines in books that made us pause, put the book down for a minute, where we just have to sit and chew on what we just read. Those things that we quote, we share on our social media, or we write down because we don't want to forget it. And I don't know about you, but as a writer, I want to write those kinds of words. So in today's episode, we are in part three of our four-part series on 20 writing tips to support you on your writing journey. And this one's going to focus on five tips to help you make your words sing. We're so excited you're here. Let's dive right in. Welcome to another episode of The Written Compass. We are in part three of our four-part series, all focused on 20 amazing writing tips to support you on your writing journey. In this episode today, part three, we're going to focus on how do you make your words sing. And we started with just getting started, setting yourself up for success as a writer, getting Then we shifted into getting your words down. How do you actually lay the words down onto the page? And now we're going to focus on how do you make those words awesome, right? So you've got writing and you really want to make sure they're like the best representation of what you're trying to say. So I get a lot of questions around this and I will just preface with saying the go-to approach to this is typically around correctness. So you're going to hear me talking about those ideas a little bit as I share our tips. And if you recall, these tips are from our my amazing team of fellow writers who are published and we work with other published writers. And so we all came together to create these. We each created our own and then we kind of categorized them. So I'm super excited to continue to share those tips. So making your words sing, making your words so that someone reads them and goes, oh my goodness that line, that phrase, that term. I need that in my life. I didn't even know it until I read it, right? You've all highlighted or written down or shared with someone else a quote from a book. And so it's natural to want that for your readers as you're writing your own book. So today's tips, top five tips here are going to be about helping you with that. So one way is to really capture moments, capture memories, capture conversations. So tip number one is all about using and capturing those beautiful things that have become a part of who you are, how you talk, how you are, just show up in the world. So capturing moments, memories, conversations, a turn of phrase, uh, what your meme all said, right? What your grandmother said, what your best friend said, that thing you said at one point in your life. And this one's from Dr. Jeannie Reynolds, and she shares, as my mama always said, it stands to reason. <laughs> That's her quote that she captured in sharing this idea about capturing, that if you capture it on paper, you'll find a way to use it in your work. So one of the ways to make your words sing is remember those isms, those phrases that have become a part of who and how you are. Let those come into your writing. Don't be afraid to use them and let them support you. It is who you are. It is how you are. So your voice needs to be in there. So capturing and sharing some of those things that have helped you create and cultivate that voice is going to really help make your words sing. So that's tip number one. Capture you. Capture yourself in your words. Make sure it's you. Number two, in a similar vein to number one, is don't try to, quote, write smart. P. 
people want to feel as though they're sitting with you, that they're having a conversation, not that they're sitting through some PowerPoint presentation. And if a part of who you are is witty and sarcastic, let that show up. If you're more of a serious and concise type of person, that's great too. There are all sorts of audiences out there who require all sorts of voices. So let your voice get out to the masses and speak to others who are like, here's someone else who sounds like me, who talks like me, who thinks like me, who feels like me. So make sure you don't try to take on a voice or a style of writing that is not your own. And this is actually going to help you make your words sing and land and resonate because they're real. Tip number three, this is my favorite thing to share with writers, and that is to slow down. Yes, I spoke slowly, intentionally. <laughs> if you're listening to me on time and a half, which is how I listen to podcasts, um, that might have been a little fun to hear. Slow down. One of the ways to make sure that your words are really singing off the page is to break it down further. When you feel like you've gotten some ideas down, but you know there's more to say, but you're kind of feeling like you're coming up short, slow it down. Break down every thought, every step, every process, almost like you're talking to a fourth grader, right? I have a fifth grader, so sometimes I think, how should I say this to you, Elijah, if I were explaining it? And he can help me with that. Now, doing this may feel silly. It may feel like you're dumbing it down. It may feel a little too simplistic. But actually, if you're feeling that way, it's probably exactly what your readers need. Sometimes the things that feel really obvious and I don't need to say that or explain it in that level of detail is exactly what your audience needs and is exactly what they need to really resonate with what you're trying to say. So I use this analogy, this visual before um, on this podcast, but I'll use it again here because it really helps illustrate the slowing down idea. And that is, I always say like, walk hand in hand with your reader, like you're walking them down a set of stairs, right? Think about if you've ever had to help someone who maybe struggles to walk down or upstairs. Think about what that process is like. You can't slow so far down, right? And just stop and like not explain something or share something because you're way back behind them and they're way forward and you're straining to hold on to each other. At the same time, you can't just rush on down the stairs and get ahead of them too far because the same thing happens and you might pull them down and now they're confused and injured, most likely. (laughs) So slowing down, walking right beside the reader, hand in hand, is really going to help them like be with you. And like that other tip, um, tip number two, is like letting them sit right beside you like you're having a conversation with them. Slowing down is really going to help make your word seeing help them resonate with the reader. The final two tips are going to focus a little bit more on the sentence level um, and get a little more specificity that I have a lot of questions that show up um, from writers about. Tip number four is focus on readability over correctness. So oftentimes when we have our words down and maybe we're going to share with other people, We think their job is to correct our writing. And I want to remind you that readers are more concerned with understanding the feeling and the intention you're trying to communicate more so than, quote, what might be correct grammar. Now, don't twist this. You want someone to be able to read your words. 
So readability is important. We don't want someone to go, what are they saying? Did they mean this? Did they mean this? Or that was, that's a really long sentence. I'm getting lost and confused. Or this feels like it goes over here, right? We want it to be readable. But sometimes, an example is sometimes using the word ain't is going to land better than is not. Learn to be comfy with both. Learn to play and explore what resonates with you more and how you are and what your language practices are. And focus on readability over correctness. When you've got your words down, you're heading towards the finish line of your book, you're polishing, you're really fine-tuning what you're saying. Readability and letting your voice come through in that way and making sure it's readable over what's proper or correct, right? That's tip number four. Tip number five is about punctuation. Punctuation is a roadmap, not a gatekeeper. Punctuation is there to support the way you want someone to read that line, that sentence, that word. It's a way to create rhythm. It's not a gatekeeper to whether you know your stuff as a writer or not, which is often how it's used. Punctuation is often used to weaponize people and weaponize like whether you know how to write. And it's just not true. So how do you get to play with punctuation? How can you explore, right? What might a comma do here? What might a semicolon do here? What might a dash do here? You can go way back. I can't remember the episode, but there's a whole episode on punctuation in the Written Compass archive. So go check that one out if you want to deep dive into this. But one way to really help your words sing is to play with long sentences, short sentences, sentence variety, to play with punctuation and see how it can really deepen actually your words on the page versus just being correct. Again, to kind of point back to tip number four. Okay, so that is our five tips under making your words sing, part three. Let me go back over them very quickly. So one is to be a wonderful capturer. Capturer who you are, how you are, who has supported you, moments, memories, conversations, a turn of phrase, what those beautiful people in your lives have told you and said so that you and have helped you become who you are. Number two, don't try to write smart, just write like you. And if there's any issue, I'll come to, I'll talk about it in number four again. If there's any issue with understanding that, you'll have support. We support you in making sure that's clear. Three is to slow down, slow down, talk people, walk people through everything, break it down further than you think you should break it down. You can always take it out if you feel like it's repetitive or too much. Number four harkens back to number two, readability, focusing on readability over correctness. Readers want to feel like they're talking to another human and not just someone who's great at grammar. And number five, use punctuation as a roadmap as something to explore and help you communicate what you're trying to communicate versus a gatekeeper to correctness. All right, that is part three of our four-part series. You've got another five tips. We're up to 15 now, so we have one more round, part four, where we are going to be sharing um, another fun series. It's actually going to be a little bit different than you expect, so I'm not going to tell you what it is. You'll just have to wait till the next episode. I will see you there. 
thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Written Compass. If you are enjoying this content, do me a favor and go and review the podcast. This allows me to share and get these messages out to the people who really need them, who we want to read their books in the future. You can also go and share your thoughts and tag me at Shana Hartman underscore on Instagram. Again, this is just a way for us to get connected and share the writing love. And if you know that you are ready to write your book, that message that's been burning inside of you for a long time, then I want to talk to you. My team and I want to talk to you. Head on over to shanahartman.com and click work with us. From there, you'll see an application to explore and see if writing your book is your next best step. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.